0: This is Jeff Combs. You're listening to Nightmare Junket. Get a job at a sideshow. and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast whose hindsight is always 2040 my name is Greg D. And I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we're looking back and taking stock at all of our adventures and shenanigans from the month of October in our annual Halloween hangover episode. Mm-hmm. But before we get in that, let me remind you, we're a part of the Boom Howdy podcast network. Boom Howdy. You can find all of our episodes at boomhowdy.com, or the easiest way to listen in is to simply search for Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes or SoundCloud app. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. all up in your Halloween hole. And you can follow us along on social media. If you're on Twitter, we are at Nightmare Junk. And if you're on Facebook, you can find us at Nightmare Junkhead. Mm-hmm. So we're technically in the month of November uh, and we have survived. Yes. The month of Shocktober. <laughs> yes. Barely. Barely. Yes. we. Uh, it's become somewhat of a tradition at this point. We always look back uh, at the month of October because even leading up to the month of October, it is, as you would say, it's
1: the most wonderful time of the year.
0: And ultimately, as horror fans, um, you know, as someone that people to put on a horror podcast, it's... It's time to It's time to c- celebrate. Indeed, and we did a, a lot of celebrating this year. Yes, we did. Uh, but again, unfortunately, I go back to the point that I still cannot and I don't know if I ever will be able to do the 31 Days of Horror Challenge. No, I can't. I, I can't. It's it's, it's it's the discipline. It's the time. It's, and I got
1: we got shit to do. I mean, we it, it, as you will find out, we, our October was pretty busy. But I'd like to think that in a roundabout way, we did kind of do 31 halloween movies and
0: well interestingly enough a lot of the films that we're going to talk about are films that we actually saw in the theater Mm -hmm. and you know go back to our halloween hangover episodes and the thing that we talk about and i think that we cherish more than anything is that theater experience when we get to see these films you know with us a majority of these we've seen a bazillion times but as we've seen time and time again man there's nothing like seeing a film with someone for their first time oh yeah oh yeah there's so and many good things in the reaction
1: especially but it's always almost sour grapes too because like once again if they if you love this movie and they love this movie you're like oh fuck yeah but then like you look at them and like and you're like oh oops trick or treat i mean you know
0: you just got tricked and there were definitely a few instances this month where i think there were a few tricks in there uh but speaking of annual traditions last year we talked about uh an event that was its first year, mm-hmm. and indeed it did happen again. Mm-hmm. What did we kick the month off there, uh, Genius?
1: With uh, the Horror Club's Terror at the Drive-In double feature. It was a fantastic time. We showed, we opened up, okay, so first of all, let me set the setting. <laughs> so we had, so there was like all these rain clouds and shit, it looked like it was going to be a dismal day. And so we're like, man, fuck, and I'm like, the show must go on, right? So we set up everything, we opened up the doors and people started showing up, in one or two or three, we had that fucking three quarters of the way filled by the time everything was said and done and so it was there a, was
0: a great turnout and
1: then like right when we're about to open up like not the skies opened up and oh ah, that would be too cliche but it stopped raining mm-hmm. and then the wind stopped blowing so it was a, it was a win and we showed we started off with
0: killer clowns from outer space which played fucking great and i it, it had i had thought i had watched it recently But watching it that time, I realize it's been a way too long since I've seen that movie. (laughs) You could and the best part of going to the drive in is actually hearing people either like quote along with the movie Uh or just hearing them react and laugh, laugh, just laugh, 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 (laughs) laugh, laugh. laugh. But you forget also how really, truly horrific this film is. There's some
1: crazy shit, man. Oh,
0: my God. I had forgotten some of the crazy kills heads
1: getting knocked off and that fucking creeper clown with the little girl that was intense because you know some ill shit was going to happen that's the thing i liked about that movie because it was all fun and games until that scene and then you're like holy shit this just got real you know and so then like then you like, (laughs) so no that played well but then we topped it off with night of the creeps we thrilled some people It was fantastic. And what's
0: a bummer with, like, the (laughs) drive-in is, for the most part, you know, when we host movies, we always ask who's seeing for something for the first time. You know, with a drive-in, you really Mm can't. But you have to imagine a good majority of those people were probably seeing that one for the first time.
1: Either the first time or the 45th time, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it is. A, yeah, Kansas but, City Horror <laughs> Club. But but at the same time what was really
1: cool I liked about it, it's especially because at the drive-in and that movie and then it started to rain. Yes it did. Oh, and it just added so much more to the ambiance cuz the majority of the movie after the shenanigans happens outside, the mm-hmm. beef of the movie. And it was almost like It was almost like uh, synchronicity where then when it started getting good, the rain started coming down and it wasn't a heavy rain, just like enough to just like, right? so
0: well and the way I've when I, when I view the drive-in I actually go uh, I keep the the back of my car to the screen so I've actually got the back of my car lifted up almost like a little canopy uh-huh. so when the rain hits I'm actually still covered it was great uh, and it, it really did add to the yeah. ambiance you would get the thunder occasionally hitting uh, but now this is and I don't know if I should admit this Say on it. air and Say but it. I wanted to do a little experiment and mm-hmm. we recorded a commentary track for <laughs> Night of the Creeps and I jokingly thought hey wouldn't it be funny if I watched that at the drive-in but played the commentary track because you could technically do that sync it right. up you know and I did and it well eh. I'm a little I'm a little biased right but ultimately I laughed a lot because I'd forgotten <laughs> the fact that we tied so many other shenanigan based films into the night of the creeps universe yeah and how pliable it truly is Uh, but even without the commentary the movie itself kills tom atkins you're telling me you're gonna do
1: that and i (laughs) had there was a part of me i was like you know what i'm gonna go and like not fuck with them but like go and see what's going on right and like say hey how does it play and you know let me know what's going because you know i like to hear you know but uh well that's the thing i don't do that a lot if at all right
0: but i was like why not i wanted to see if it held up
1: right but i was like i was almost heading to towards you but then i stop and i'm like you know what if i do like i'm going to open up some weird meta portal and we're just going to get like so weird in the botch kind of thing. right right it'd be like groundhog's day every day we would be recording that commentary you know
0: something interesting something I'm like i'm glad you went with your instincts Right. which again come from movie watching <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> no
0: it was a, a great time was had even with the like i said it, the <clears throat> only way a film could have been better with the rain, as if we watched uh, *Return of the Living Dead*. Yeah, just with the downpour and the way the rain is involved with that. But no, I actually it, actually, it was made it perfect. Um, we we're able to go out and check out the vendors. Uh, shout out to Rotten Rentals, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, Welcome back. It, great to be back, have them back. Uh, and also, if you can, you'll can, you see them at uh, Terror Tuesdays at the Alamo and starting uh, this month, uh, Monday Mystery Movie Nights for the Unnerds and Nostalgia. Excellent. Yes, indeed. So I think the best way we should do this is just kind of go chronologically here. <laughs> That's Some of the, the films only way we, we saw. can do that. Um, So we kicked off everything again with Killer Clowns from Outer Space and Night of the Creeps, mm-hmm. two 80s classics. The next film that we had a chance to host was at Screenland Tapcade, and this is a film that, you know, I it's one of my all-time favorite horror film from the 80s, and it's also one of my all-time favorite horror films in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but 1985's Fright Night for Real, which we've talked about before about how a crowd can kind of effective screening uh-huh that was a great crowd yeah it was yeah it was and they're playing along they they had a great time and again this was a crowd that i think three quarters of them were seeing it for the first time
1: mm-hmm. i was surprised but i was I, like okay i
0: do want to talk a little bit about though that when we get to host a lot of that stuff we get to uh, custom program the pre-show and then of course trailers mm-hmm. now for uh fright night i actually put together a tom holland trailer reel and uh, we opened up with uh the beast within uh-huh which actually has that great narration of this is a horrifying film, and the last 20 minutes were blow... You know, that kind of effect. Right. Uh, then went over into Psycho 2. Mm-hmm. But we ended the trailer reel <laughs> with a film called Scream for Help. And if you don't know this film, stop what you're doing, watch the trailer. Now, mind you, it's, an R, it's a Red Band trailer, so it's raw. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> mind you, it was written by Tom Holland, but directed by one Michael Winner. This is like a lifetime movie yeah set in a michael winner universe because <laughs> it starts out like you know judy skipping school you know
1: and just like oh, oh heavens i wonder what will happen to judy you know just and then the, it
0: escalates into really weird territories but the trailer <coughs> yeah. killed yeah it did people reacted to the trailer so that set off everything in a great direction <laughs> i was immediately like okay this is wonderful fright night played like crazy People laughed at the great parts. People reacted. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, I think, dug Evil Ed. Yeah, I think so. I it think was, I think there was more pro Ed than con Ed. So <laughs> it, it it played wonderfully. It was a great time. Um, and seeing that on the big screen again, Fucking dope. It's amazing. Yeah. And that's it, that film holds up so well. Mm-hmm. And I think you know it has the humor. Um, it has great effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, just everything about it, the balance is there. Great characters, yeah. character actors, direction. It just how, how, you know, Peter Vincent got his groove back. Yep. Everything works with Fright Night. And then fraternity vacation. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Which, uh, go back to our episode when we did talk about that, because that was truly, truly interesting.
1: <laughs> Dinner is in the oven.
0: <laughs> and then uh, I talked to t- a little bit about Terror Tuesday at the Alamo Draft House. It's hosted by a friend of the podcast, Adrian Torres. Yep. Uh, make sure you're listening to the Horrorversary podcast. Um, kicked off the month with a screening of the 1978 classic, halloween Mm. which that's kind of a way you want to kick off the month you want to maybe you know go in the middle of the month with it you want to end it you know on that that's the best thing about that movie Mm -hmm. it fits whenever you want it in the month of october yeah uh and seeing it on the big screen was wonderful now obviously we also saw the new halloween Uh uh-huh go back and listen to our review of that um so i i we got a lot of halloween actually (laughs) this month
1: a lot of halloween action
0: (laughs) but at the alamo draft house uh the glorious Return of 35 millimeter projection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. happened in the month of October uh, and it was kicked off with a film that actually seeing it on 35 actually made me appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah, uh, but it was a film that I caught on DVD because no one saw it in the theater, but it was a uh, uh, Donnie Darko. Ah, huh. never tear us apart down 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 down. The movie is all, you know, it's set in the 80s, mm-hmm. and this became before Stranger Things. Right. So I think that gives it a little bit more Street of a... Street cred? Yes. Was it the director's cut, or no. the... Thankfully, and I shouldn't say thankfully, but <laughs> it was the uh, theatrical cut. and I, okay. I. So the first time I saw Donnie Darko, I was reading, or I should say, I probably I was trying to read philosophy. Uh-huh. Um, I was actually somewhat well-read at the time, uh, but... Watching that movie and kind of the ambiguity of Mm -hmm. the film really made me read a lot into it. So all the Nietzsche I was reading, all the Sartre I was reading was like, oh, my goodness, you could die, you could die. And it went very nerdlinger, basically. Uh, But I was just like, oh, you couldn't, you know, make Donnie Darko has to kill this thing to really, you know trans uh transcend like just pretentious <laughs> yeah. stuff right this and is then, dante's seventh level of hell frank and, is the gatekeeper indeed and i you know i but i genuinely like the movie just mm-hmm. because i thought in its heart um it was a good 80s teen movie just mixed with a lot of science fiction yeah fantasy horror and but seeing it on 35 because the print itself had a lot of character, <laughs> so it made it feel like a An true 80s, 80s movie. Yeah. yeah, I bet that'd been rad. It and it really enhanced the, the kind of my appreciation of the film, uh-huh. um, and also the rock and soundtrack, of course. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a really good experience. Shout out to Megan in the booth, uh, bringing 35 mm back, yeah. which was so welcome. She's killing it. She's killing it like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here now. Oh, so then we saw. And this was i don't know was this your first time seeing sinister Two? yes okay so we're going to talk a little bit about the halloween palooza film festival but i dug the shit out of that sinister 2 I, I i'd never seen
1: it before i saw the first one and the first one centered on bagul and his shenanigans right with ethan Hawke. okay the one with ethan Hawke. right <laughs> which one with ethan Hawke? Well, right this he's is in every
0: a- fucking thing well the, th- the problem with for me with sinister is i get that confused with the conjuring and uh insidious, insidious
1: and the there's a number of them like that blah, blah 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 the one word right spooky. that have that element yeah and i feel bad about that but at the same time it they kind of brought it upon themselves right well, I,
0: well you know when something works
1: because well, like you know the same thing with like the haunting of or a haunting in, right? How yeah. many fucking of the haunting of or the haunting in movies are there? You don't know which one. There's the haunting of Emily Rose, the haunting in New Hampshire, the haunting of like these nuts. Fucking the haunting of everything. <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? It's just like it's on Netflix right now. The new Flanagan miniseries. There's <laughs> it's a haunting. See, there's too many the haunting. Haunt, so
1: I understand where you're getting with the, the the Conjuring and all that stuff mixed up. So
0: well, and but Sinister too. <laughs> and I, I hadn't seen the original, but it was one of those. It was a great, actually. It was kind of a pleasant surprise. Yeah. And what made it even better was uh, we did see this at the Halloween Palooza Film Festival, mm-hmm. and one of the uh, little ghost children was in attendance. And fuck
1: those ghost children! I they mean, were those, creepy. Go- those ghost children were hella creepy. But it was a well-made movie with the when the haunting, the the
0: poltergeist shit went down. I really enjoyed that effect. And then ultimately, it was so funny. Also, when that moment when um, the guy comes in and he hits the kid with the truck. <laughs> And that was the exact laugh that came out of you, which appropriate or not still was kind of funny, Uh, but no, there were actually some really good scares. There was some genuinely unsettling imagery in the film. Uh, And then she did a Q and a afterwards, which was a lot of fun as well. Uh, We got to ask a few questions because, when no one asked questions, it was a little awkward. So we tried yeah, to, so you know, we
1: brought up, we we stepped up, and there were good questions, and like there was some good answers. Well, she, she was,
0: was a pro. Yeah, she yeah. had it. She, was, she, she had she, great she, anecdotes. She I mean, had her she, shit ready. So yeah, that was a good, definitely a good screening. Um, now another film that we saw this month, and refer back to our episode of Nerds of Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But man silver bullet on the big screen hey everybody how's it going
1: it's gary Busey. piss on the yankees piss on the indians piss on very piss-
0: that movie played fucking
1: great i was worried about that movie because silver bullet it can be divisive especially since we haven't seen it i know it's been like five six years since i've seen silver bullet yeah it had been a spell for me as well but I was pleasantly surprised, although although they dropped, a, they, it was very not PC to that poor Korean. c-word, right? But at the same time, it it, it still played up. And I, I'll, I'm, you know what? I'm defending the werewolf. I liked the werewolf.
0: That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> he's just he's just too cuddly for me. I like I a just,
1: cuddly werewolf.
0: <laughs> again, it speaks more to our psyches and why we should be sitting on the couch here when we're talking about this. But don't get, definitely go check out our episode of Nerds and Nostalgia, it was great. We had a great time with it. Uh, we do a little dueling Buseys on mm-hmm. that one. Uh, but then another great, and that was a, a crazy week because we had the Halloween Palooza Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check out last week's episode, uh, our Halloween Palooza Live. Uh, we didn't get to Songs in the Key of Death this time, so yeah. we're gonna probably hold it out for the next live episode. I had a blast. Halloween Palooza was wonderful. Uh, shout out to Prescribed Films yeah. uh the organizers of Halloween Palooza Jason Mike you guys made us feel like freaking royalty. Yeah,
1: I had a blast and saw like, some
0: great short films. We got to
1: see 42 Counts finally. Mhm, which was great. Which was great. We had buffets. So like it was fantastic we and you know what the cool thing about it was the cool thing about it was not only there was it like a nice drive there because mm-hmm. it was like what about Oh three hours. Yeah, not not terrible at all mm-hmm. but also suddenly we were ran into atomic Cotton We ran into atomic cotton We ran into our friend from the horror club Diana, you know It was a nice little time and we fucking that that
0: sandwich place the cantina we, Yes, we had <sighs> so the idea even saying the, the phrase a loose meat sandwich Probably sounds unsettling but let oh, me tell you so good <laughs> It was unbelievably rad. This little diner, it was under a bridge. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was something like you almost felt like you were going to have to answer a riddle or something to get in. Come on,
1: Charlie, I know a place where we can get sandwiches. The loose meat. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but apparently, it was the uh, diner that was inspired, and I don't know, you know, in favor now, but from uh, Roseanne, the old
1: show, the old one, the old yep. show, her little diner. So this is the inspiration.
0: But loose meat, basically, it's just ground, seasoned ground beef. But <laughs> oh, man, it was delicious. But it's a magical combination of then of the, the like the onions, the mustard, the pickles, and when it all mm-hmm. comes together in the bite, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the homemade pie afterwards. Oh,
1: forget about and it. And
0: I don't know what it says more about us that, you know, for a film festival and horror films, we will donate this much time to a loose meat sandwich and pies. <laughs> well, forget are thank yous well, for Halloween Palooza. We got to give credit where credit's due. <laughs> and even the, uh, the the Mexican restaurant we went to it later dope. that night it was amazing. It was cheap, too. Yeah. It, That's the thing I like about that the, the place. Because, like, it was... Uh,
1: Everything was delicious and economically oh, friendly. It was wonderful! Yes, it was wonderful. It was fantastic.
0: So again, thank you to everyone from the Halloween Palooza Film yes, Festival. You we guys had a killed blast. Killed it!
1: Killed it! Let us know next year. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, it's
0: well that was one weekend, and then the following weekend, uh, it's a good thing we've been preparing for so long because then we had two horror movie marathons that. We host and let's talk about this because we have been, you know, building these things up for quite some time. Uh, if you off, if you do follow us on social media, obviously, you know, the lineup, but we haven't really talked about it on the podcast yet. Nope. So Nerdoween is our at this point. It's our fourth year. We've done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put it on a tapcade. It is our horror marathon where we screen three horror movies, mm-hmm. but you never know what they are until the lineup is revealed and we watch them. But we always tell you the theme. Sleazy sci-fi. We did indeed screen three sleazy sci-fi horror films mm-hmm. and of escalating sleaze as well. <laughs> and we opened everything off actually. So our trailers for our first film, because of course we're gonna get nerdy here. Right. Uh, we opened up with the video dead mm-hmm. and video drome. Yep. And throughout the pre-show I included a lot of stuff of TV'll rot
1: your brain. <laughs> exactly.
0: As and we opened up our first sleazy sci-fi horror film was uh da, 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 Terror vision. Terror vision. Yeah, so good. So and good. And this is another one that I would say almost the entire was it the entirety of the audience? I would say about 90%. And also, shout out to everyone we sold out this year. Thank you. Thank you so and much. You know what it was amazing. It was a lot of people that were not our friends. Right. <laughs> they are now.
1: I, 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 well, we'll see. We'll Ho- see. Yeah,
0: hopefully. We, we didn't really we didn't record anything, so we don't <laughs> know how to, <laughs> Well, I think Terrorvision was the kind of a nice, easy, fun way to start the night off. Yep. And this was the first time for me seeing it on the big screen. Me too. And seeing Beekler's creation up on there. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and also beef beef and the Italian gentleman because he had a line (laughs) Giorgio
1: yes (laughs) He had a line that I laughed audibly hard he goes because he's trying to like you know explain what's going on and he's doing a bad job and he's like it's a movie about martians you know and they're trying to get freaky and he goes i
0: love it martians diddle the universe and i just was like that's fantastic and if you know the podcast (laughs) diddle is kind of a word that is it's a trigger word so to speak And anytime not that is on yes, <laughs> and it's a funny movie. Yeah. You forget, it. and it's, I love it every time the alien is in the background of the TV and he's just doing all the hand motions, uh-huh. just the escal- and Medusa coming out of nowhere, and just the fact that also, technically, you know, our none of our films really ended on such great. No, all of our movies ended like. With the villain winning <laughs> spoilers. So, <laughs> so Terravision, it did, it, it did play well. Because mm-hmm. we, of course, always ask, hey, do you guys have a good time? And they're like, yeah. Or, yeah, it's after Texas Massacre Part 2,
1: right. we won't get into that. There was, I forgot which movie, but there was
0: one where I was like, you guys having a good time? And then he was like, I guarantee nope. you it was after our next film. So. We uh, yeah! started our intermission. <laughs> we actually played Devo's Whippet, the video of Whippets, and this really weird claymation tool esque video, and it led into our trailers for our second film, uh, which were The Beyond mm-hmm. Fulci, which still has one of my all time favorite scores. Uh, mm. Horrible dogs, it's just
1: oh. acid face, everything. It's a good yeah, Italian it's, it's horror. Good, yeah, it
0: is. And then we showed the trailer for Reanimator mm-hmm. as we transitioned into Stuart Gordon's classic sci-fi sleazy horror film <laughs> From Beyond played so good. Pro- Dr. Pateria is oh, such a creep. well, and it's so funny when I realized that the Puttermans and Pateria should have been partying together, basically, yeah. because uh. of, like, their decor. <laughs> or either that or the production designer was the same person.
1: Creatures from another dimension, diddle the universe!
0: I mean, basically that's the gist of From Beyond. And if you haven't seen From Beyond, stop what you're doing. It is one of those, and again, this is another one that I would. Seen on the big screen for the first time, mm-hmm. and it adds a it adds a punch to it. it yeah, yeah, because it it's is so
1: sexy, sexually like weird oh, and just it's sleazy. Yeah, it's truly gr- sleazy. Yeah. Just ugh.
0: well, and there's nothing like seeing Ken Forey and his skivvies, you know, attacking this crazy. And this is the thing that it was. I didn't realize that we had kind of a John Carl Beekler double yeah, feature. Yeah, On the effect, but the yeah, special effects uh it was kind of a like an all star team on from beyond because they had like screaming mad george Mm -hmm. Uh, they had mark showstrom like they had just like heavy hitters and it shows because it's it's cthulhu-esque you know well it is based on an hp lovecraft short i mean
1: they, they did a good job of like recreating what that would look like and i'm It would be
0: a good double feature with um, Hellraiser. Oh, indeed. Indeed. Because they're both like of The flesh
1: and stuff. Yeah. Very perverse. Yeah.
0: And that's the other thing, the tone of the film. Because it's gooey, but it's not gory. Yeah. Like, you don't really see any blood. It's just all this... Until the brain eating. (laughs) And then, like... So, I I showed this. uh, this, uh, You know what? This is the first year... I did not do a horror movie marathon at my house Mm -hmm. because that's how crazy busy we were. But just last year, actually, or no, I should say the year before uh, I kicked everything off with a um, horror movie marathon at my house with from beyond. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing, though, (laughs) is I put together a jello shot (laughs) for a particular scene in from beyond. And if you Mm -hmm. know the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, we couldn't do it at Tapcade, but we brought out eyeball candy for everyone yep and i passed it out before and i was like okay you're gonna know when this is gonna happen mm-hmm. and we kind of played along with it um but also like jeffrey combs barbara crampton it, it, ken Forey, it, just it still everyone's held so up. good
1: yeah it held up. and everybody was having fun except for that one lady in the front yep
0: and again i understand <laughs> and we were kind of like warning everyone like yeah it's going to get gnarlier <laughs> like as much fun as you guys had with Terravision. The fun kind of stops from there. And then it's going to get really gross and weird. Really weird. So From Beyond, I think, played pretty well, but we still had a little bit to prove. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we had a little bit of an obstacle to overcome. So our intermission in between, actually. So I showed the the alien abduction scene from VHS2, Uh which then transitioned into the horrible,
1: horrible. I think that's what she was mad at. I think she was mad at the pre-show. I think she was mad at the pre-show. And if you've
0: ever, and a shout out to Anya Stanley um, with her experience when Fire in the Sky. Yeah. But I showed the little bit of when he's being just slapped in the rubber, and then the whole thing with the eyeball. Mm-hmm. But I cut away then to this great little SNL bit that I had never seen before. Where, uh, what is it? It's Kate McKinnon.
1: She's fucking great. Kills
0: it as this alien abductee survivor. Go watch it. And I was like, okay, here's your last laugh you get. Mm-hmm. Because. But I think you were wrong with the last laugh because. Actually, did people did because there's cause, some absurd things. Because
1: no matter what, no matter how much warning and preface we gave it, about, we should have we said one scene. Because I love, people came up to me and were like, you know what? That wasn't that bad. You guys. Yeah. I, I maybe wanted, we oversold it I think we might have oversold it a little bit we should have said there's one scene in there that's gonna really upset a few of you people
0: so well the trailers for this upsetting film we screened communion with Chris which got a laugh which was funny yeah. because you know when Walkin does walking yeah even if he's y'all gonna been-
1: die I mean that's I think that was a- <laughs>
0: And then we followed that up with uh, Joe Bega's "Almost Human," because Which is our gross, next, too. Oh, it's a horribly gross. Gooey yeah, movie. Is. All of his movies are all
1: that fucking like just white Spider-Man jizz all over people. Have, gross. Did you ever go
0: see? Um. Um. Oh my God! It's the uh. The, oh, it's his scanners uh, movie. Damn it! Uh, the Mind's Eye. Have you seen that one uh-uh. yet? Uh-uh. Check that one out. It's a lot of fun as well. About blowing up people's heads. Yep, yep. And uh, Steve Moore does the soundtrack to it as well. Ooh, it's good stuff. You'll probably hear it on a What's the Score down the uh, down the line here. Uh, But we ended everything with a film that I have not seen since uh, maybe an HBO viewing in 84 or 85. Yeah, same and
1: with me. It I was about conf- to say by <laughs> it
0: confused me then. <laughs> it confused me now. But if you've never seen Extra, you do not know what you're missing. And if you can see it in a theater with a crowd, oh my lord. It's It starts off So
1: weird, and it just gets weirder and weirder, and then like magical little people, and like dressed up like clowns. I I still say that would be a good double feature with Catholic high
0: school girls in trouble, just like, just going. (laughs) The first 20 minutes definitely contain the controversial part. Yeah. Where the it's an alien abduction movie. It's a British alien abduction movie. I say. So it's very proper. Yes. But it does feature this crazy alien abduction then the alien comes back, takes over a person and there is this birthing scene that is crazy insane but even before the birthing scene oh no no that was after no that was
1: when he first lands oh when he comes out yes and he's and he's crab walking backwards and shit there's a gif of that going around and i was like i remembered that but and it's always scared the piss out of me where and there it is and you could hear people go (gasps) like that because it is
0: that's a genuinely scary scary scene and the way it's presented as on the side of a road, that is the absolute scariest place yeah. you could put something like that. Yeah. When you're just going by and you briefly see it in it, it's so just, it doesn't seem like it should exist. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So you really get kind of the scariest, most disturbing stuff at the beginning.
1: Beginning, and then it just gets weird. But the the birthing scene, it's there was an old skit on, on, Will, uh, on Saturday Night Live where this lady gives birth to Will Ferrell, and he Will Ferrell plays like a 40-year-old accountant, right? Just out of the womb. He's like, oh, I'm going to go coffee and I got to go to work. Hurry up. You know, it was like that, but not
0: funny. I mean, the... you know, yeah, there's, there was little <laughs> levity in this film, <laughs> but was strangely enough then when it kind of transitioned into like the space magic film where the little kid all of a sudden, well, and also it's very Cronenbergian as well. Yeah. Because there's some disturbing stuff in it. <laughs> that kid does some ill shit. Everybody oh, does some everyone ill shit in, in that, in that movie. movie. But also, yeah, the fact that um, there's a panther that comes out of nowhere. There's, just it's just it's a very bizarre film, <laughs> and it's what I think I'm glad we ended with because I realized if we did really do true escalating sleaze. I think from beyond maybe, maybe should have last, been the last but
1: then by the time we by the time after extra people would be so confused yeah, exactly I don't think they would be ready So I think for... we did
0: a good sandwich-esque yeah. you know with uh, from beyond being the meat of that sandwich yeah. <laughs> but to me the best part was number one we didn't offend anyone right. <laughs> number two I finally in person met Orin Gray writer author Orin Gray who we're gonna have on the podcast soon so shout out to Orin Gray make sure mm-hmm. you're reading his material Fantas- speaking of Lovecraft um, but the fact that we got out by 1115 <laughs> I was so happy, and don't think it wasn't a mistake that we programmed movies that were all under ninety minutes. Shit, dude! I went home and watched another movie. <laughs> I didn't. I slept because the very next day at the Alamo Draft House, we, for the second year in a row, got to help program and host. Dismember, Dismember the Alamo, and the yeah! theme. <laughs> and the theme this year was school-based. Mm-hmm. Everything was built around schools. Alma murder. Alma murder. And <laughs> shout out to Amber. Uh, director there at the Alamo Draft House for putting this together and actually making it so memorable because we had we handed out because we made it interactive we uh-huh. handed out uh, your diploma of death yeah you'd get your doctorate of death it was if like you the, survived it was like those old school like William Castle exactly, screenings exactly exactly. And then you also got, we got, what was your... Props. You had like pr- play What did we props. call it again? We call it your freshman survival freshman kit? Freshman survival kit is what it was called. And, and then, we basically had props for every film. Mm-hmm. Um, and for every game we played. We played games in between the movies. So we kicked off everything. And we put together, and I'm, I'm taking total credit for this one, but we put together a curriculum for uh-huh. the evening <laughs> that corresponded with... Um, with legitimate you know academic you know classes in line with the movies exactly so we kicked everything off with sociology on the mm-hmm. curriculum mm-hmm. and this was a film that i saw back in the day on usa up all night this was the first time watch for me was it a first time watch for yes, you yes it was well and here's my only i wish we could have put together a better trailers that's the only thing that's, i want to say yeah you but, know what you know but, it is what it is but we kicked off everything with a trailer for the film mm-hmm. and the trailer for this movie is one of my all-time favorites yeah but we kicked off everything with Splatter University. <laughs> it was so, so first time, or what did you think?
1: It was so much better than I thought. <laughs> it was so I thought it was gonna be che- a cheesy 80s slasher movie, and it was a cheesy 80 slasher movie, but it was like funny and gory, and then like, what the fuck is going on? And it was kind of a good mystery up until it kind of got spoiled in the trailer, but which yeah. which was which was almost adding more fun to the movie because you're like you fucker stop quit playing quit playing you know and so it was a good those good kills there
0: were some good there kills. Were good kills um a crucify a crucifix knife was dope as shit so like and then huge spoiler here so shield your you know ears if you haven't seen it but our you know final girl gets killed yeah and I knew that was coming, so I stood to the side because I wanted to shock. see people's reaction. Yeah. I was just like, <gasps> what? You know? I saw legitimate people like, oh, no. And reacting to it because you didn't expect that because it was kind of following all the tropes at that right, point. Right, right, right. But i that was the first time seeing it on the big screen and also actually seeing it unedited because I'd yeah. only seen it on USA Up All Night. So that was a nice experience. And again, another one that ran. 82 minutes yeah it was it was brisk it It was was, great it was it was taught now what we did was we actually then put together a pre-test and a post-test because we were going to give basically clues to what the film was so the pre-test we'd ask people what they thought they were going about to see and the post-test was of course reactions because then we wanted to see right who's seen it for the first time Mm -hmm. and like across the board pretty much was splatter you I'm pretty much, I think everyone was seeing that for the first time. And then I was
1: like, so, okay, so who liked it? And then pretty much almost lo- all of them. Oh, yeah. lo- almost all, not all of Ooh, them, but yeah. almost all of them.
0: We breathe a sigh of relief when that when, happens. When
1: majority rules are like, okay, cool for you. Don't worry, the next one you might dig.
0: So Now we had a brief intermission, and this is when you and Amber, we actually got people to come down and play interactive games that mm-hmm. would transition to the next film. And This one was actually really funny. We brought out a bunch of balloons and you had to play was it was like an insect game Yeah It was keeping the
1: bugs in the air
0: keeping the bugs in the air that was that With the
1: balloons looked like they were like uh, there was like black balloons with little yellow eyes with markers and like red balloons had black ones that looked like ladybugs and shit
0: and Hopefully people had a few drinks by then so maybe keeping them up in the air was uh-huh. you know was challenging so we had fun with that and then we transitioned to the next uh, film on the curriculum And we were going into entomology uh-huh. and now this also I should say was we screwed screened two on
1: 35 mil and this yes, is the so first did.
0: one and it was great good oh, job this one shout out to megan because this was my favorite film of the night uh this has been one of my favorite film experiences of the year i think mine too but dario argento's creepers yeah on 35 mm so who's seeing this for the very first time
1: everybody
0: now i will say though there, there was an audience member she loved it she was the one that when we were given hints we're like uh you know italian masters like oh i know this one yeah she i think she said creepers um she came up she's like that was amazing you know it's just it was and it was like no thank you know all of them exactly but seeing that hearing that (sighs) maiden in 35 millimeter is amazing the
1: cheers People cheered check at off the the end. chimp. It was so good because there was like yes Yeah, I mean there was people like audibly cheering in the movie and I was like fantastic.
0: And that's what you can't replicate no. at home No, when you have an audience reaction like that and when it's a natural or organic one <laughs> That was wonderful <laughs> It was so good. Um Again, this was Creepers, so it was, the again, about 85 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So we transitioned to our next game, of which you guys broke out. Uh-huh, we all broke out Operation. Which was actually a lot of fun. Don't and touch the sides. People were getting very serious with it as well.
1: Man, this is bullshit. And I'm like, dude, it buzzed, man. It's not rigged, you know? You lost a patient. Get out of here, fucking house. So the
0: next the next film on the curriculum was entitled with Gross Anatomy and Chemistry. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of nice for people that attended Nerdoween the night before because they ultimately got a Stuart Gordon, Jeffrey Combs double feature. Barbara Crampton as well because we did a little reanimator. Mm-hmm. You could
1: hear people get skeezed out at the head scene.
0: Well, I think I even said it's a very heady movie. Yeah. And someone laughed. I'm like, don't encourage me, please. And I was like, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da-da. Well, and it's so funny because the film is so slapsticky. Mm-hmm. It's so over the top and absurd that when that scene does happen, it takes, like, oh, it's rough. It's yeah. rough. But I mean, hopefully that the films earned enough goodwill mm-hmm. and, you know, in especially An- another time, another place, <laughs> you can't, you can't stress that enough. And that's what I was initially kind of not worried per se, but at the same time, I want to make sure. And I think we even mentioned there are some, you know, intense kind of assault scenes in here. So be wary but also i forget of just just lunacy of the film yeah and how over the top crazy it is and how funny funny it's hilarious it's- like the whole
1: and people laughed at the spike scene when he's trying to get the head to stay up people like and so like it was it was it was good it was good at screening
0: it was a lot of fun
1: then the next one i think i think we gave people gingivitis
0: on this next one (laughs) we did it was a it was funny was we actually packed in and also we had glow sticks for reanimator uh-huh seeing the illumination oh yeah, was amazing. I took a picture. It, it was, was beautiful. It, it, was, yeah. it was beautiful. It was cool.
1: It was just all the green lighting and just all the surreal. It was surreal. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. surreal.
0: Uh, we had a very interesting contest in between this one and in the, the freshman survival kit were some fake uh, blah.
1: The blah, the fake vampire teeth. Those, and not the good kind. No. The little cheap like blue, green, red, the one that's only fit for baby's mouth small ones. It was dope.
0: And you guys made them have an apple eating contest. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: And actually, you really couldn't because no one could really bite into them. So the main winner was the person that actually could take a chunk out of it. She fucking did it. it fucking was Kelly.
1: Kelly. Film Club Kelly. Oh, so. it was Film Club. Yeah.
0: Shout out Film Club Kelly. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that reminds me of the Halloween one we showed. This. Okay. Go that we'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to
0: it. But our last film on the curriculum, this was our PSA. Yes. Our after school special. Why you should stay in school. And it was also screened on glorious 35 millimeter. And this one also had a little bit of character because it had a little bit of a fade to it, mm-hmm. which I think, again, added to it. But this is one I probably haven't seen on the big screen since I saw it because I haven't like it plays quite a bit on the big screen. It plays frequently. At least I just haven't gone out to it. No, me neither. But Lost
1: Boys. Yeah, and you know what? With that, uh, more so with this one, but even the Reanimator, who's seen for the first time, Reanimator, and there was like a lot more people. There was way more people than I expected. Never seen Lost Lost Boys. Boys, I mean, way more.
0: You would think like it's the Lost Boys. And it played a nice palate cleanser. And again, we
1: came out with the fucking with the saxophones with the. I
0: was a step away from getting greased up. You're right. But for me, the best part of that evening is we were done by eleven thirty. And I'm—I think it just shows my old age how happy I was. But there were some cheers from people, you know, as well. we we're, we're there. Oh, oh, oh! You and know the, what? And then I was like, "Fuck this! I want to see another
1: go. movie." And then there was some cheers for yeah. that one as well. And I'm like, "Halloween is playing downstairs.
0: Let's go." <laughs> there was a moment in Creepers where Jennifer Connolly is uh, gone down to retrieve the phone, and she's in the tunnels. And there was that scene where that hand goes out to reach her. There was a great audible gasp in this in the audience, and it was one of those that I was like, Kee. "It just." And I don't know if it's you've been you know passed out, but I was just hearing someone uh-huh. react like it was a wonderful little moment, and I think I even like shouted her out, and then I was like, "Whoever you made my night, thank you very much."
1: Well, <laughs> uh, was it was it which one movie was it where it got me really good? There was something on the side of the. uh, Oh no no no! I'll, okay, I'll talk about that one. Oh, no, okay, no, that it's one. coming up. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. so I'm just happy we survived the both marathons. Again, thank you for everyone that came out. It was out. so fucking fun, we, and it was such fun because that those not only was the Halloween Palooza that weekend
1: super fucking fun, but then the next weekend right after that, I thought I was going to be way more exhausted than it was, and I, I, I was tired as shit. But it was fucking a.
0: Yeah, I actually came in to dismember a little tired, but man, the crowd energized us. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I th- it was just I think a good time was had. And we had people who went to both too. I know survivors, so fun, true exactly. survivors, true so survivors. Props to them. Thank you to everyone that did come out there uh-huh. We've actually technically we do have next year's nerdoween already planned. <laughs> yeah, we got we'll, the bones. We'll uh, we'll we'll tease out hints. You know, in... Eight months. (laughs) So, three hundred and forty-five days till Halloween. (laughs)
1: Nerdoing, Nerdoing. Three hundred and forty-five days till Nerdoing. So, well, Well, then,
0: (coughs) excuse me. Oh goodness, Terror Tuesday. I got a chance to see on the big screen. Now, last year, actually, we saw it on thirty-five. This year, seeing it again. Halloween four: The Return of Michael Myers. Yes, I love the movie. Uh, Actually, you know what? I'm gonna change that. Uh, I used to love the movie like I'm gonna have to go more like now Like, <laughs> it's my dotty. it's horrible it's yeah. I think it's actually you know what kind of nailed it I still like the atmosphere Um, I just think some of the the fact that the shape looks a little misshaped at that point mm-hmm. the mask is a little off and also the music I, I like Alan Haworth I love what he does but for some reason it's just doesn't work with him doing well, at least the score in that one. It doesn't work for me.
1: See so. the pro the problem. The problem is, I think like with the addition of the Halloween eighteen, I think that knocked down a couple of ones, a couple yeah. of pegs.
0: You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. I agree. So, it's like again, I'm not shitting on the film. I no. still I still like it a lot. Right. I had a great time watching it. we uh, quite a few people were seeing it for the first time, so that in itself Which was a is good time.
1: Good. Yeah. And plus, I'll stand by. It's still a good Halloween film. I mm-hmm. mean, I like I like Danielle Harris is. Uh, acting in it, it, it oh was, she's so, some good, good. She's some, it's so still, it's, good yeah it's still one of the better halloween sequels but i hear what you're saying yeah
0: yeah, yeah. now another one that i saw and this was like of was actually a smaller crowd but it's one we screened for our second nerdoween horror marathon but again anytime you can see scream 2 in a theater is a good time yeah uh, i saw it at screenland armor uh, adam hosted that one and i I just I like Scream Two a lot. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and actually, you know what? How did the, how did the the parking lot scene or the the car oh, plays scene. like great? Plays yeah. I mean it's still suspenseful as all get out. But
1: have you watched Scream Four? Um, which one was that? That's
0: the last one. That's the one that came out just uh, about. Four is that years the one? Ago. Is that the one with Emma Roberts? Mm-hmm. I liked it. It's really good. I liked it. And I alternate between two and four on my favorite after the original. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they all still hold up in part three is, you know, it has three part three. It has its, you know, it's cause it's fancy. Jay and Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, but another one that I was able to host and this one killed because there's no better feeling than rewatching films as you get older and mm-hmm. kind of appreciating them more kind of like what we do with return of the living dead, yeah. you know, where you initially identify with the punkers, but then, you know, James Karen steals your, your heart. God bless his soul. God rest his soul. Uh, Bubba Hotep. I don't think I've seen it on the big screen since I saw it on the big screen back right. in the day. But let me tell you, that movie, And I basically said it's a wonderful movie about an aging Elvis battling an Egyptian mummy with dick and fart jokes. And if you can prepare yourself for that, you're going to have a good time. And man, it was a smaller crowd, but it was a more intimate crowd. Yeah. And people reacted like, Gangbusters! I bet that. they ate it up. Uh, it was oh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful.
1: The people who come to Bubba Hotep either love that movie or are going in blind
0: and will love that movie afterwards. There were about maybe a third of the people who were seeing it for the first time that actually had more people returning to see it. Now there were a lot of people seeing it in the theater for the first time because yeah. I was actually I was like, who saw it in the theater? Because I think I was the only person in my theater when I saw it because mm-hmm. it was one of those you had to seek out. But that was it. Was actually near the end of the month too, so it was kind of a nice way to end the night. And I was actually I was like, if anyone still has the uh, the energy. Go home and watch Jackie Brown, because I think that would make a great double feature yeah. with Bubba Hotep Just kind of getting older and dealing with age. What's another one that you saw? Because you're, you're you're talking about an experience. So okay, so the first one we okay, so we I did the, I hosted one the five
1: dollar film club at Alamo. Um, the first one we did was Perfume: Story of Ooh. Murder, and that that is it's not art house horror, but it's classy horror. But it is a horror movie through and through, and it was no. Uh, Once again, this was a very split crowd. People were either seeing it for the very first time or they absolutely loved this movie because it is a beautiful movie. It is... It's, it's just the scenery is just everything. Uh, the acting, Dennis uh, Hoffman comes in and it's it just... Well, I
0: mean, anything with Alan Rickman in it. Yes,
1: it not Alan Rickman. You know, it's just... And people are like, whoa, this movie is great, you know? Everybody asked who's seen it for the first time. What'd you think? I loved it. What'd you think about it? I loved... You know, there was like, maybe like... But for the most part, it was... Majority. Fantastic. Then the next film club we saw was Shadow of the Vampire with William Dafoe. How can you make Willem Defoe more creepier? It's- make him a fucking vampire. He is disturbing and creepy as shit in there. And so people are seeing him for the first time. And I've seen it once, but it was a long time. Ago. I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater. Yeah. But there was a scene, and I forgot happened. He's sitting at the campfire with Eddie Izzard, and he's telling this story. And he's like, and then I used to be this, and that da, da. And then they're... Is a bat flying in in the scene, but you don't see it, and it's off in the um, like way far on the other side. But the stereo system, it sounded like. It was coming right towards me to the point where I looked over. I was like, oh, I looked over. And at the same time I looked over, uh, Willem Defoe snatches the bat out of the air. And I go, whoa, like that. I like like scream. like ah, And like Amber's cracking up, right?
0: Because she's always the one freaking out, right? I'm always, like, I, I will say, Amber is fun to watch a horror movie with. <laughs> I love watching horror movies with her. <laughs>
1: me too. But then like, and so then I was like, oh, and she goes, Dude, (laughs) and it got me really, really good. And I think that's payback for the next movie I saw. Um, I host Little Shop of Horrors, right? which is a horror movie I mean it's in the right and I'm like who's seen it for the first time it was a family friendly thing so I was family friendly and I right 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 and so like, then now fuck that no <laughs> no so anyway so who's seen this for the first time and a lot of people were like people are like really and I'm like no that's fine you know no judgment <laughs> we yeah, can't that's... see them all you know but a couple there was some kids yeah a lot of kids like, like, that makes sense right and who's seen this for the first time and then one of the kids right and then later on afterwards when I heard Host a movie party. I always say, like, so what'd you think? What'd you think? You know, as they walk by. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the, this one kid who'd never seen him, I'm like, hey, see you for the first time? And he goes, yeah, what'd you think? And he goes, I didn't like it, right? And the mom was like, quit lying you're having fun you're playing like and i'm like what didn't you like about it he goes that plant was scary and i'm like what was scary about it he was singing and having fun he was eating people and he goes "Nah, his voice scared me and i go oh and he's walking away i'm like the voice the one that goes feed me and he goes oh and he starts like kind of scampering around and and the mom is cracking up and i look over to the mom and she goes yeah get him and i'm like <laughs> Come here, feed me, feed me. I'm hungry. Come on, man, feed me, right? And he's like, quit. And he's like, he's laughing, but he's like, oh, he's like jaunting a little further. And <laughs> it was hilarious. And then the mom was like, you got him good, ha ha ha. You uh, you had fun, right? And, and the kids like, oh man, right? And so then like later on, and I just go about my business. And then later on, I see him <laughs> outside, and he's not paying attention. I fucking gotta, right? I come up, feed me, right? And he's like, yeah, right <laughs> he like fucking jumps out of his skin it's hilarious and what I mean a kid he's like 11 so like it's not like um, the three year old I mean, there's people like fuck you dude no 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 he, he was he was of age to get like messed with you know what I'm saying you're not
0: curbing into a crib or to, to terrify a kid <laughs> like in
1: a fucking mask <laughs> you know
0: just <laughs> well I'm telling you though the, the bad karma you build up on that occasionally <laughs> it's gonna build up and it's gonna explode fucking Willem Dafoe scared the shit out of me I mean he scares the shit on me on a regular basis but like yeah he's just he's a he's a good creepy dude dude that bat fuck fuck. oh that's good that's glorious now i will say this uh i did see the suspiria remake Mm -hmm. and it's glorious and Mm -hmm. you haven't seen it yet but we're gonna do an episode proper actually next week's episode is going to be our suspiria review yeah uh and i'll just I, I'll just say this. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Okay. And it's and I love both of them. And actually, that's what's interesting. From like Halloween 4, I've gone from kind of like love to like. Uh-huh. With Suspiria, especially Argentos, I've really gone from like to love. Because I've seen it quite a bit here recently. Yeah. Just through various screenings we've been lucky enough to host. And oh, also, I should say, next Friday, uh, when the, our Suspiria review is going to be released, I'm going to be seeing Suspiria at Screenland Armor. With Claudio Simonetti playing the score live. Lucky bastard. I, I, and he's playing then like half an hour's worth of material afterwards. Yeah. So I might get to hear like Tenebrae Demon. Oh. Like I might get to hear Demon Live. Uh. Like I'm legitimately going to want to get up and kind of just do a little rock out like I did at John Carpenter uh-huh, just uh-huh. because his music. But I'm so excited for that. You should be. That's fucking rad. That's, dude. I'm beyond excited. And that sold out so quick. Yeah. Because I, I didn't was
1: even at, get a chance to get a ticket. I um, know.
0: Well, that's the one thing I was like, I don't want to sleep on this because I don't right. want to miss this. No, it was told on like a day. It went really fast. And I guess this is the smallest venue he's playing. Uh huh. So we'll talk about it eventually, or I I will. I just <laughs> Yeah, like, not... hey, you'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe even check out the so no i'm not even going to try to take that i'm going to just immerse myself with to, that yeah with something what? like that that's the thing if it wasn't for our friends we would never have pictures of us at events i realized because i number one i'm just not a picture taker mm-hmm. but number two it's a lot of the time we're doing stuff and it yeah. would just be awkward if we're like can y'all hold <laughs> you
1: know like i just
0: i can't do that we're coming you know? lodge. <laughs> you know just like
1: yeah <laughs> I hear that
0: so uh, what other films did you catch in the theater there genius anything
1: else? No, I think that was pretty much it for me the new Halloween was Mandy in October
0: no, uh, that was I think in September because uh, we did our oh, own yeah, episode on right, that right, one back right, in. Right, right. So check out a, the Mandy episode now I will say this there were a few Netflix nasties that I saw hmm and one that I had a chance to see with you now The first time I saw this was it was a solo viewing um, It's the Timo's the night comes for us and mm-hmm. if you if you have Netflix if you like good genre crazy just insane action fucking raid-esque but
1: like bloodier
0: just a crazily insane violent film that we're watching it with you the first time martial arts uh jason voorhees oh yeah yeah and it's uh it's Iko ue from the raid as well as and i don't know his name but he's the guy that mad dog kills in the one-on-one fight mm-hmm He actually plays, excuse me, he plays the good guy with Nico as the bad guy. Yeah. But there is such crazy set pieces. And it's so funny, like there's... There's the uh the the slaughterhouse. Yes. And it's one of the early set pieces and it escalates so quickly like watching you react was half the fun cuz you're like glorious. Yeah. And just <laughs> laughing because the absurdity of the kills and how crazy gory it is. Oh, the one I... the one that that gets me and I think
1: got me really good. He he has like this knife. He jams it in the dude's leg. It comes through the other side and he just yanks down the kneecap
0: and I'm like holy f- There is such extreme arm and leg trauma in this film inflicted upon. And it's so funny because it's, it's almost like a cartoon comic book movie. Just yeah. the level of punishment that everyone can take. Whoa. Because the end fight is crazy. There, there's a stalemate, if you will. It's like
1: 20 minutes. It's, just
0: them two beating the shit out of each
1: other. It, you told me it's, I think it was either you or Dustin who said, like, it's a serious martial arts version of the fight from They Live. And I go,
0: it's okay. All right. That's actually pretty appropriate. Yeah. And it's pretty appropriate. And it totally
1: was because, like, they went to town on each other. I would have died halfway into that movie, man. They fucked each other
0: up. It's extreme violence, but it's also super entertaining. Yes, it Um, is. Yes, it it is. It was one of those, I really wish I could have seen that in a theater Mm -hmm. because I guess I think it played at either Beyond Fest or Fantastic Fest and just blew the theater. It yeah. was one of those midnight screenings too, which <laughs> it would have been glorious, Oh my dude. god. No. Yeah.
1: Dude, but I couldn't I like when I got up, I was like, "Ah, oh, my legs, you know? Like fucking phantom pains and shit."
0: <laughs> like <dude.
1: laughs>
0: Well, speaking of the raid and Gareth Evans, another Netflix nasty. Have you had a chance to see The Apostle yet? No. I I'm not gonna hype it. I want to because Dan Stevens is dreamy. And, well, he's he's very grimy in this one and, Actually, and it, and it's
1: Gareth Evans. Yeah, so it's, like
0: it's it's more and it's not even so much a slow burn I, I should well I should say it probably will be considered a slow burn uh, But if you dig films like the wicker man anything mm-hmm. dealing with a cult um, with a little bit of supernatural and also just that crazy gore that he'll put in there um, but if you go back and you look at the raid there's one scene in particular that always stuck to me as such a horrific, like little scene. But it's when they're um, going down to the second floor when they're being um, sieged through the the apartment and they're cutting the they're axing through. Yeah. And there's that shot of the guy dropping down. And then immediately there's that there's three guys that come. Uh-huh. I mean, that is such a, just a scary, lead, just it's a horror scene yeah, right there. It is. It and is. It's a zombie movie. It totally translates into the apostle because it's one of those, much like with Suspiria, where uh-huh. it kind of is a slow buildup. But then the last few, you know, 10, 15 minutes are, you know, kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. No hype i think you'll i think you'll enjoy it cool you know that's gonna, you're gonna love it but i think you'll enjoy it
1: all right i mean i like his stuff so i mean i'm intrigued i just you know i didn't get a chance to watch
0: it's and... not bad it's <laughs> not bad so and then and we finished everything off as you usually do here at the kansas city horror club mm-hmm. this was not technically not in
1: october but at the same time mm-hmm. we yeah. had a lot of fun and it was a halloween it it, it was called it was uh I think we called it the halloween hangover <laughs> 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 but the old-fashioned monsters ball the old-fashioned monsters ball um we had it on november 3rd and we had it at <laughs> we had it at all-star um the all-star bar which you know much thanks to them they were very gracious they mm-hmm. helped us out a lot and they 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 did great uh, we had four bands uh asmo we had vibra full metal z and we had RazorWire Halo, and we were raising money for the Walking and Rolling Foundation, and we raised, like, over 400 bucks for them. Which so, is awesome. Yeah, so it was a blast. So ah, I had a great time. Everybody seemed to have a really good time. And
0: also, um, technically, happy belated birthday podcast-wise, I should say, in terms of when this episode will be released, but you also celebrated. <gasps> yeah. You're now an old man.
1: Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm still, I'm, I'm I'm the old age of 29, <laughs> and that's what I'm going to say.
0: <laughs> Don't look a day over 18, man, right. uh, but we do have a am getting whole... carted by and smokes and shit <laughs> so What is it? Oh, I can't even remember anyway um, But looking back, we saw a lot of films. I had a lot of fun interact Interacted with a lot of people right and that's probably the best thing of this whole again The communal aspect of going out engaging with people and even as a socially awkward introvert like myself I push myself so I encourage you guys to go out and do that as well. Um, check out uh, Screenland if you're here in the Kansas City area; they got a lot of good stuff coming up in November. Oh yeah. Same thing with uh, Alamo Draft House. Um, we've actually got a few episodes that are going to come up here that are going to feature. I believe, and I'll just go ahead and say, we're going to do a Blood Rage uh, review, and we're actually going to have Amber and Adrian from Terror Tuesday on to just dis- discuss this because that's one I've never seen it, and to see it on Me the big neither. screen, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so I I mean, you know we've got a whole nother year mm-hmm. until next
1: october yeah but we're gonna keep the you know what halloween if you want it to be is all year long right halloween is in our hearts you know it's the reason for the season
0: it's the reason why we do a horror, a weekly horror <laughs> podcast and that's what's so funny is october is the most wonderful time of the year but man for us
1: yeah. It's all year round. Yeah,
0: you find horror everywhere, and we're going to be exploring new It's just new awesomely horror. condensed in October. Yeah, it's it's when everyone celebrates, mm-hmm. and we you know occasionally we'll, we'll we'll party with the normies. Yeah, every now and then. Well, well, you can sit with us. <laughs> it's the Halloween season. So next week we are going to be talking the Suspiria remake. Uh, I can't. I'll be seeing Suspiria. it for the second time. Uh, you'll be your first. Uh, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up in November and December. So again, follow us on uh, Twitter at Nightmare Junk on Facebook at Nightmare or junkhead. So until next time, this is Greg D. Yeah, I'm Jimmy's McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams.